mama, hey I'm glad to see you here with me I know it gets rough, please don't give up Today we gon' shake off all that weight Put your head up high, crown to the sky Walk in my face, and up by sight Take my hand and hold it tight Those cloudy days, kiss the goodbye So hey mama, hey mama, hey Glowing even through the rain I promise you'll see better days All you need is a little faith Take my hand and we'll have a dance Just some laugh with friends And we'll ride into the very end What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the My Sisters Glow podcast, y'all This is the start of season two And I am so happy, so overjoyed to be back on this mic So yes, you're right Your favorite podcaster is back I know it's been hard for y'all out here without me, but don't worry, sis, I'm here, okay? So if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome to the My Sister's Glow Podcast, where we talk all things faith, all things motherhood, all things sisterhood. Yo, so much has gone down since we last spoke. I mean, the last episode of season one was in April, and like, for real, for real, who knew that the world was going to turn up like that? Because, you know, she was just taken aback. Like, so much has gone on, I mean, in the world. But honestly, in my personal life, in case y'all care, things have been going really well. I have truly been growing as a woman, as a mother. I've been growing in my faith. And listen, life is lit. Life is dope. Life is good, despite everything that's going on around us. So, um, I hope you ladies are doing well. I know you guys can't talk back to me, but... I'm going to take the moment to just do a check-in, take some time to think about what we've been going through as a nation, um, or not even just as a nation, but as uh, a world and and whole. You know, we've seen a lot of things with dealing with COVID-19. A lot of people lost family members, um, or a lot of people were impacted financially. So we had that going on. And um, we also, you know, have the heightened urgency to respond to the uh, <clears throat> racial disparities that are up against African Americans right now and let me just tell you this y'all I'm gonna just be honest with y'all like this has impacted me like it's always been an issue right like black lives have always mattered because you know I'm a black woman and like duh but this the killing of um Mr. Ahmad Arbery, the killing of Mr. George Floyd, the killing of Breonna Taylor, and so many other black brothers and sisters has really been just, I don't know, making me sick to my stomach, if I'm being really honest. And that's a lot to swallow, you know, and as moms, even, you know, like some of us have kids that are old enough to know what's going on in the world. So it's kind of like, you know, how are we dealing with that? How are we taking care of ourselves um, and our families. So I want to take this moment to acknowledge that, you know, no matter where you are in this journey, if you are desensitized and unplugged from everything right now, that's okay. If you are overwhelmed with emotions and you don't know how to sort those emotions out, that's okay. If you're angry, that's okay. If you're sad, that's okay. If you're confused, that's okay. I just want to make sure you know that it's okay to give yourself grace for however you're feeling right now during these times because they are just uncertain times. But I also want to encourage you of all things is to remember to take care of yourself. 
one of the most powerful things I can do to take care of myself is to go back to my creator, y'all. I get down on my knees and I pray. And I release that, hey, God, this is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on. I can't make sense of this. I need your help. And so I really encourage everybody under the sound of my voice to take care of themselves. Okay? So, you guys, just a disclaimer. I have a big announcement to share with you guys coming up right in the next segment. And I'm so excited. So if you need a moment to just push pause and gather yourself because we did just kind of do a little heavy check-in, please do so. But please make sure that you push play so you can hear the announcement that I'm going to release today. Well, let's get into the show, y'all. All right, y'all. So during the check-in, I told you guys that I did some really amazing things while we were on break. And one of the things that I am most proud of that I did was that I was a part of Sure Grace's Not A Bad Mom campaign. And Not A Bad Mom campaign was about bringing awareness to perinatal mood disorders. And perinatal mood disorders are disorders that occur within mothers after having a baby. So that's your postpartum depression, your postpartum anxiety, postpartum OCD, things of that nature, um, and postpartum psychosis, which is not often talked about. And um, I really thought that it was such an honor to be able to talk about my journey um, with Shore Grace and doing this PCA or PSA, excuse me. I was really just so open and really shared my story out loud. And I was like, you know what? I, I can't believe I didn't give my sisters the tea first. Like, so that's my bad, y'all. So what I want to share with you guys today is a little bit of my story and um, how this amazing announcement that I have coming up, how that all came about. So basically this PSA really um, caused me to dive deep into a part of my life that was, I think, really masked by a lot of people. So as you guys know, I have two little girls, Rylan and Christiana, and Rylan is my baby girl. Um, She was born in 2017. And during that time, I was just I was in a lot of transitions during that time. So um, when I got pregnant with Rylan, I was actually entering into my senior year of college. And um, at the time, I did want another child, but I didn't exactly want a child that soon. But this is what happens when you don't, you know, play it safe. Okay, so lesson learned. <laughs> but I, you know, during that time, I went through a lot. Um, during my pregnancy with Rylan, I experienced what they call hyperemesis. And hyperemesis, if you don't know, is a really, um, it's a condition that you have when you're pregnant. Well, some people have it. And the best way for me to describe it is like, it's like having morning sickness on a thousand. Like it was so bad that like I was hospitalized over 10 times when I was pregnant with Rylan. And I would just continue like y'all, I would breathe and just like get sick. And when you're getting sick at, you know, morning sickness or a little nausea is normal during pregnancy. But I was getting sick to the point that I, I was losing too much fluids for me and the baby. Like I was becoming dehydrated. So then I got to have a cool trip to the hospital where they would attach IVs all in my arms and I would have to sit there for hours and hours and hours because of course now they're trying to just make sure that I don't just get fluids but that like I'm able to stay stabilized and so that was really tough 
for anybody. Uh, hyperemesis is really tough. So if you're listening to this and you have survived hyperemesis, shout outs to you, mama, because it is really, really hard. And, and you know, a lot of mamas have it um, so bad that, you know, they have to stay in the hospital. I mean, I did have short hospital stays for like hours at a time. Um, I don't think I ever did any overnight at this thing. I, it was like long periods of time during like hours and hours at a time. But some moms have to stay days at a time, sometimes weeks. So if you've gone through that, I stand with you because it is tough. Um, so aside from going through that and, you know, um, just being worried about if me and the baby were going to be healthy, I was also going through a really tough time in my relationship at the time. Um, again, I was in a really big place of transitions. Um, the relationship wasn't healthy, but when we got pregnant, we just kind of swept all that stuff under the rug, which is like the worst possible thing you could ever do when you're having a child because it just gets exposed later, you know? Um, so aside from... The relationship with her dad being Rocky at the time, um, I was also going through um, some friendship issues. Like um, I, you know, had a really close friend who during the pregnancy, I didn't really feel supported by her. And um, that can be really tough. You know, um, I still to this day, I really don't know why things happened the way that they did. I just know that God gave me the peace to just kind of let it go. Because here's the thing, people, whether you are on the side of hurt or you're on the side of the person who put out the hurt, everybody has their reasons. And we may never never understand them, but we still have to let it go. So at this point, I'm dealing with hyperemesis, uh, this on again, off again boyfriend, um, pretty much had like a breakup with a friend, which girl, girlfriend breakups like those really sucked they hurt like really bad so um it was really tough and mind you guys I'm in my senior year of college I was still in school was still working full-time and I already had my oldest daughter so your girl was just like up to like in over my head okay like it was just a lot but there started to be a light at the end of the tunnel towards the end of my pregnancy um you know, my family, well, excuse me, during my whole pregnancy, my family and friends really crowded around me, almost like a barrier of protection about what was all going on. So that was great. And when I gra- when I had Rylan, like two weeks later, I graduated. And it was just like, wow, like, you know, I had this beautiful baby, I was still able to graduate on time. And then like, after I graduated a week later, I moved into my own apartment. Um, so from the outside looking in, everything was just going really great for me. Right. And this is nothing towards like my family and friends because I am a huge jokester. I'm really upbeat for the most part or, um, when I'm going through something, I would tend to kind of just withdraw and take care of it myself. So to the forefront, they couldn't really see what was going on. And honestly, if I'm being real, I don't even know if I knew exactly what was going on because I felt like I was supposed to be happy because I just had this beautiful baby and uh, me and my children's father, we were on a good page at this point in time. Um, I had just graduated from college on time and I got my own place. Like I was doing really, really well um, on the outside. But remember all that stuff that I told you I swept under the rug? Well, listen, girlfriend, that rug, that dirt underneath there was just piling up. And so turns out that once, you know, I move into my place, I'm now into this, I'm in this new place, 
and this apartment is like almost empty because you know when you first move in you don't always have everything you need to furnish your home so it kind of felt like being in a jail cell if I'm being really honest um I'm in here with these two babies my my daughters and my youngest daughter was really with they, they call like having colic where she was just really fussy and gassy and oh my gosh you guys like it was so scary like I remember one night just laying her in her crib and I laid in the floor next to her crib and we just cried together and I remember my oldest daughter walking in and just like laying kind of on top of me wiping my tears and like mommy it's gonna be okay and like y'all that if you can just kind of create that scene in your mind like I felt like I was at rock bottom but I knew I needed to voice that I needed help. So here is where I think I started to realize that moms are not always supported the way that they need to be. Because I remember going back to my doctor's office um, at, for my six week checkup. And, you know, they have this checklist. Are you feeling this? Are you feeling that? Blah, blah, blah. They ask you these things that's supposed to fit into these questions. And my concerns didn't fit into those questions. So they asked me things like, do you want to kill yourself? Well, no, I don't. Do you want to kill your children? No, I don't. Do you want to harm yourself? No. Do you want to harm your children? No. Do you want to harm anyone that's near you? Blah, blah, blah. The answers were all no. So according to this checklist, I I was fine, right? Like according to these questions, I was good. There was no concern. However, I stated to my doctor that day, I don't want to hurt myself. I don't want to hurt my children, but I don't feel safe alone with my children. I don't like how I feel when it is just me and my kids. I feel really overwhelmed. I feel like I'm not in control of my feelings or my emotions, and I don't like that. Now, for me, that should have been, there should have been some kind of safety planning, right? Even like, you know, maybe there should have been, like you have emergency contacts on file, right? I feel like the doctor's office should have had a conversation with me. And again, this is hindsight because I'm looking back three years ago. This is, you know, they should have had a conversation like, okay, we have such and such at the, and my mom is my emergency contact. We have your mom on file. Like we're going to, you know, let's call her together. It didn't even have to be something that was like, quote unquote, behind my back, but there should have been some kind of safety plan. There is no way on God's green earth that I should have been able to just leave that office because now I'm responsible for driving me and my kids home. And I literally just told you, I don't feel safe with them. Why would you let any of us leave? So that's the day that I realized like, okay, Elisha, you're going to have to be responsible for your own safety and the safety of your kids because he nobody's hearing you. So at that point, every time I would get overwhelmed, every time I would feel those feelings of not feeling safe and not feeling comfortable, I reached out. I reached out to um, my best friend and she... I, <laughs> God, she's just like a godsend. She literally would come to the house and just hold my baby so that way I could sleep or I could shower. And, you know, she would make sure that I had food in the house. My parents were here. Um, my my other close friends, they came by and they made sure that I was good. They made sure that the babies were good. And it was just, 
like, you know, like, you know, even the, oh, I cannot forget them, but even my, my kids family on their dad's side, they make sure that uh, me and the kids were good. So I, I was very fortunate to have that tribe of people that when I cried out for help, they could respond. But again, looking back, I began to wonder like, what about the girls who don't have somebody what about the girls who don't have the tribe and if you didn't listen to season one please go back and listen to season one episode one find your tribe because it is so necessary we really break down the importance of having a community community and having support so realizing that I am one of the fortunate ones and how very close there is a thin line between uh having a safe state of mental health and being put in that really scary place where you're unable to control your emotions and your thoughts this is you know when you don't have community when you don't have support when you don't have the resources that you need this is how you you hear the stories in the news about you know you know moms harming themselves or harming their children and it's like we read those stories and we're like I would never do that. I I would never. And, you know, honestly, I will speak life over myself and everybody else that's um, on this podcast and say, you're right. You will never do that. And you know why you're not going to do that? You're not going to do that because you now have the resources. I'm on this podcast every week providing y'all some kind of resources to take care of yourself, take care of your mental health, your emotional health, because your kids need you. I know, you know, that a lot of times it feels like we have to put ourselves on the back burner, but I... No, we're not doing that. So with that being said, here comes the big announcement, y'all. I have decided to launch the Melanin Mama Box. So the Melanin Mama Box is the self-care box for black and brown moms. 20% of moms will experience perinatal mood disorders. So again, that is postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, postpartum OCD, and uh, postpartum psychosis. And... A lot, and even though that's, just so you don't, just in case, make it real, excuse me, more real for y'all, 20% of moms, that means one in five moms. So if you take yourself and four of your friends, at least one of you guys will experience a postpartum mood disorder. And like, so that's how real and how prevalent it is. However, black moms specifically, we are twice as likely to experience it and less likely to have resources. So although there's not like concrete evidence out there, and trust me, I have done my research. Um, some of the things that I've seen is, is that people, there, there's a disconnection of resources. I look at myself in this situation that I had, there was a disconnect between asking me these little questions to fit in this box. And when I didn't fit in the box, I didn't get any resources. So what the Melon and Mama Box is here to do is to provide resources right at your front door. I don't care if your child is 17 years old. Sis, you need to get into this, okay? You need to take care of your mental health as well because, listen, as we all know, motherhood is a journey, okay? So in this item, this is going to be a quarterly item that's re- it's going to be one released uh, for every season of the year. So four times a year, we'll have a different box. But these boxes are going to have uplifting um, words and things in there. They're going to be resources in this box. They're going to be things that just remind you to take care of yourself and things to just 
love on our moms and to spoil our moms outside of just Mother's Day because we all know we deserve more than just one day. So the information for the Melanin Mama Box will be in the show notes, but please make sure you follow me on Instagram. Make sure you follow me on Facebook. Again, all in the show notes so that way you can get access to the Melanin Mama Box. If you are listening to this show, listen up, here comes a discount. If you're listening to this show, the Melanin Mama Box will be 10% off for you, okay? Use the code MMB so you can get your 10% off. Y'all listening to me? For my podcast listeners only, y'all are now a part of an exclusive. This is just for y'all. The world ain't gonna get this. I ain't putting this on Instagram. I ain't putting this on Facebook. You have listened to the podcast, so you now will receive 10% off of your first order of the Melanin Mama Box. That's MMB. Use the code MMB to get your 10% off, okay? And if your friends want to listen and they want to get their 10% off, tell them come follow the podcast, you know, so they can get it too. All right? So that was my big announcement, guys. I hope you guys enjoy it, but let's move on to our Hope Dealer segment. All right, y'all. So I know we we talked about some heavy stuff today and um, maybe it did trigger some emotions for you guys. My apologies, but you know me, I got to keep it real all the way real. So I want to leave you guys with a scripture that really encourages me and it's Deuteronomy 31 and 8. It will be in the notes, so don't be pressured to write it down. But it says the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Y'all, I really love this scripture because this lets me know that like, even when I feel alone and like, come on, y'all, let's be real. Motherhood can feel so lonely at times, even with our boo things, our husbands, our honey buns, our friends, our mamas, our daddies, whoever supporting us, we can still feel so alone. And this scripture, you know, really speaks to me. And, you know, one of the things I found is that when I'm praying, speaking out those scriptures really helps combat those thoughts that we have. So that's Deuteronomy 31 and 8. And some resources that I want to share with you guys today is Postpartum Support International. Again, I will put their information in the show notes. This is a really good resources and, um, excuse me, resources. This is a really good resource because you um, have, they have a lot of free resources. And if they don't have the resource, they can direct you to where um, that resource is. It shows you where local support groups are um, in your state. And I think that that is a really um good thing right at your fingertips so you can just kind of type that in on your phone and get the access you need immediately and another one of mine's which is a favorite is uh short grace in Salisbury, maryland that is uh ran by misha shockley misha is awesome you guys um and honestly i think i'm gonna have to talk to her about being on the show i think y'all would love her if we get her on here she's the realist she's the best but she has a family wellness center in Salisbury, Maryland. And I will put her um, information in the show notes as well. So I love you guys so much. I'm so happy to be back. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Make sure you share the show. And I can't wait to see you guys next week. Don't forget, sign up for the email list. Don't forget to order your Melanin Mama box and use your discount code MMB 10% off. I love y'all. I'll talk to y'all next week.